I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. An updates episode updates 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 what's that uh i feel like i was thinking of a song like the bum, 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 bum. is that a different song i shouldn't sing on the podcast it's uh, not i do not know no what okay. song you're i'll leave the sound effects to you uh <laughs> anyway <laughs> this is one of those episodes where we talk about all the stuff that like ties up loose ends from other episodes. Mm-hmm. It's not to be confused with fact-checking, which we only do sometimes in show notes. That's true. We've never fact-checked ourselves on a podcast. <laughs> Nor will we. No, I kind of don't like it. No? Not into it? No. Oops. I mean, I don't know. Like, I want to present <laughs> accurate information, obviously. Um, <laughs> or is that a lie, too? <laughs> we'll never know. Actually, I just read this thing that was calling Bear Paint an ego product, and I just maligned them in the last episode about mm. not being an ego product. I haven't done any research on that based on the claims of this one website that listed them as an ego product. Maybe Bear heard our claims and then needed to rebut because, like, oh man, Apartment 26 called us not ego. Probably that, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just yielded our power. But yeah, I feel like wielding, in wielding. in podcasts I've listened to that have fact checks, usually I'm like, oh, I've already forgotten you said that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. I don't think we make outrageous enough claims to need fact checks. That's true. So let's stick with... And also people should do their own research. Like, don't take our word for it. It's true. We're just here, like, sitting in our apartment talking shit. That's true. Do your own research, people. Yeah. However, this is an updates episode, and the first update is back um, episode 40 with Dill, our weirdest stuff, did an Instagram poll because Dylan's number one weirdest thing in our apartment was tied between Creepy Mary Mm -hmm. and the hand mannequin. The Spanish Mary, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the name of the Spanish Mary. I didn't know that. I thought we just called her Creepy Mary. No. Anyway, <laughs> fact check. Drum roll. <laughs> well, okay. The beginning of the story though is oh, that for like <laughs> for like a lot of a part of the day it was fifty fifty. Oh boy! Even on the internet. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so that wasn't helpful, but indeed something did pull ahead. <laughs> Hand mannequin one <laughs> by a small margin. I don't know, I'm not creeped out by either thing that much, maybe because they've just been around for a long time, so I can't tell if that was the right choice or not, but that's what the internet said, so it's canon now. (laughs) It's canon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. There's nothing else I need to say about it. I just, I wanted the people to know, because if anyone was, like, sitting at home worrying about it. Oh, yeah. You know. That's fair. It kind of makes sense to me, that one. Though I'm sure people have decided in their brains which is creepier to them, so... Mm -hmm. They've internalized it. Yeah. 
um, other stuff, which we kind of have talked about already, or at least shown pics of. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first lime tree died. The lime tree from the How to Grow Citrus Indoors episode is dead. Yeah, it's to be dead. Lost all of its leaves. Mm-hmm. Very dark time. Mm-hmm. We bought a new one. Mm-hmm. And we didn't buy it from the same place, only because that place was sold out for the season by the time we killed our first one. Everyone else killed theirs too. Yeah. Um, and they they were so hip, and they were clearly targeting millennials, and their trees were really cute, etc. Yeah. Um, so we went through citrus.com, because obviously... <laughs> Because when you Google, like, buy citrus online, citrus.com clearly pops up. I don't know that I knew that we went through citrus.com, yeah. but it makes me very happy. And they actually had a lot of choices, um, more choices than via citrus. Mm. So we ended up getting another key lime tree because that seemed like the right thing to do. Because you really want the limes, and there are other types of limes, but key limes are the juiciest ones, and we want the lime juice rather than like the lime zest or stuff like that. Gotta make gimlets, gotta make pie, got things to do. (laughs) So we did get another key lime tree. It's funny though because the one that we got from Via Citrus was very clearly like marketed to millennials and when it came it had been like pruned into an adorable little like dwarf tree shape oh, and it yes. looked like a full lime tree that had just been shrunk down yeah via citrus does a lot of like landscape sales and so when we got this lime tree it's really just like a stalk of a lime tree and it had a very narrow um pot on it Ah, natural yes so a few things we did differently this time to try to prevent it from dying. One. I think we overwatered. Mm. I was afraid that it needed to be wetter than it did because I only grow cacti and I don't even know about like trees, but I think I overwatered. Two. We kind of shocked it in that when it went in the box, it lived in Florida. And when it came out of the box, it lived inside in New York City. Surprise. And it freaked out. And it dropped all of its leaves. And obviously the leaves are the part of the plant that allow it to photosynthesize. Um, so this time I did what the internet tells you to do. And I hardened off the plant. Ah, which yes. means that you start with an outdoor plant in outdoor conditions mm-hmm. or vice versa actually it works both ways but the plant had come from louisiana it was grown either in a greenhouse or outside but very warm very bright mm-hmm. our brightest conditions are out on the fire escape so i put it outside for the first day for 24 hours and then the next day i brought it inside for two hours and the next day i brought it inside for four hours and you just keep going like that until it's fully a 24-hour indoor plant in the conditions it plants to live in right this plant didn't drop any leaves it's true so that seems to be working i'm watering way less i also kept it in its original pot for two months mm. And only recently repotted it. And so people have seen a pic of like new grow light situation, new pot, all of this stuff. But this is a very recent development, which is why we've waited this long for the update. But it seems to be going okay thus far. And you put cinnamon. Yeah, we got some um, like fungus in the soil. Apparently very common. I've had it in a few of my cacti as well. Doesn't hurt us, doesn't hurt the plant. I read somewhere that you can put cinnamon on the soil as a fungicide because cinnamon is apparently a natural fungicide. I wouldn't say it like massacred the mold. 
it's pretty like regular in there, but nothing bad has happened, so I just kind of let it be. Yeah, from my peeking in, I would say since the cinnamon it hasn't gotten moldier. True. Which is that's a good point. It hasn't gotten less moldy by any means, but it has not progressed either. That's a good point. I was looking for the mold to like disappear, but maybe it just like dampened the growth of the mold. Yeah. That's a good point. I also tried a pebble tray Ah, this time. Never done this before because none of my plants like humidity, but apparently in Florida, citrus (laughs) trees live in like 50% humid conditions. And Louisiana and everywhere else. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So people recommend pebble trays and basically what you do is you put the pot in a saucer that has pebbles in it and you fill the saucer with water. And that water just slowly evaporates over the course of several days. And so it kind of creates like a humid microclimate just around that plant. If you have multiple plants that like humidity, you can kind of like group them all together on one big pebble tray or their own separate pebble trays. And that creates more of a microclimate of humidity. Um, Microclimate of humidity? Yeah. It's a cool thing to say out loud. (laughs) I didn't make it up. It's like a thing that plant people talk about a lot. Those smart plant people. Yeah. <laughs> and their microclimates of humidity. Maybe they just all think it's super cool to say, and so they're, like, perpetuating this, like, farce. You just sound like it. a scientist. Oh. You know? Like, you know, I'm just going to create a microclimate of humidity. <laughs> like, what? But it's actually really easy. You just put some rocks in a thing. And yeah, and rocks. actually, if you hold your hand over it, it, it is more humid right there than it is, like, elsewhere. Um... That is kind of hot, huh? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like a tall tree, and it's not like a ton of pebbles, so I don't know like what percentage it's helping. But again, the leaves aren't falling off, so I'm just rolling with it. Yeah. So we'll continue updating. There are no limes on this one yet. The other one came with limes on it, and this one is not as like mature. It was a little bit of trick, because then they all immediately fell off. Yeah. Um, but we did consume that one lime, and it was limey, we so did. it wasn't, like, fake. It's true. They were real limes. It wasn't that much of a trick. It was a trick to think that, like, things were, that it would only grow from there. Right, yeah. But maybe, I don't know, I wouldn't write off via citrus, necessarily. I think it was no. all user error. Yeah. If um, we had hardened off that plant, I wonder if it would have continued growing limes. Yeah, I would say in our apartment, sitting here talking shit, I'm not trying to talk <laughs> shit about that company. That company was fine. They sent us a tree. It looked great. Yeah. They did all the things. We just killed it. Yeah. I mean, we're talking shit about ourselves, essentially. Oh, yeah. Not that much shit, because now we're killing it in a better way with this tree. <laughs> in the good way of <laughs> killing it. <laughs> Difficult to tell from context clues. <laughs> True. Uh, separate update. The kitchen stool is bomb. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting on it right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but in terms of doing exactly what we wanted it to do with like me being able to sit in the kitchen when I have nothing to do, but you are doing things like straining kefir, (laughs) (laughs) um, super great. Everything we wanted it to be. Yeah. Folds up, fits right by the trash cans. Yeah. Totally out of the way. Yeah. It's great. Great purchase. Great find. All about it. Elephant's trunk. Boom. Yeah. Everything we wanted and more. That's it. That was a short update. Um, also, from the painting episode, as I mentioned, we had a bunch of black frames on that wall, which was really working when the wall was blush. Uh-huh. But 
that didn't work once the wall was black. I actually recently saw in Emily Henderson's stories that she was saying that one of the like tricks you can play on a gallery wall is paint the gallery wall black and put all of your art in black frames. I didn't like that. What was her trick to it? I guess that it would just like highlight your art more. But I didn't feel like that was occurring on our gallery wall. I felt like it looked like they were different blacks. Yeah, that's probably fair. I think our blacks were a little different between the frame and the uh, gravitas. Uh, I think, too, it depends on your taste. I guess it depends on what you have on the gallery wall. If you have, like, posters and random stuff like that on the gallery wall, maybe. I like frames. I think, I think framing is as much a part of the art as the art. That said, we have maybe just frames of Michaels. It's not like we're balling out with MFA frames, but <laughs> I'd still think the framing is an important part of the curation. So I would mm-hmm. say I like having frames stand out, but that might not be everyone's aesthetic. So with this influencer person you follow, whose name now escapes me, Emily Henderson. Yeah, maybe her style is more. She wants to focus on the actual art and like the design and the content of the work itself and the frames are just a vehicle yeah it's possible yeah i would say that we constructed the gallery wall so that the frames are part of it mm-hmm. um and so yeah i painted them actually i did this we did kind of like a big clean out of our paint stock and as part of that i kind of rediscovered a bunch of sample pots that we had from when we were painting the rest of the apartment and i used some of those as contrasting colors mm. Which was useful. I mean, those pots are like the perfect size for little projects. And we always say that and we always keep them. And so it was nice to pull them out and do a little project with them and get our money's worth. I mean, a lot of the bedroom project was really low cost. And it's nice to just do those like completely free projects because it's stuff you always have. You already have lying around. I also decoupaged one of the frames. Actually, this worked out really nicely. We broke it forever ago, oh, back yes. when we thought we could use um, command strips on the walls, <laughs> and then it turned out that they all just like peeled the paint off and fell down. Yeah, we've learned so much. Yeah, <laughs> that was so long ago, really. It was like right after we moved in, mm-hmm. and everything was fine. The glass was intact, but there was a little crack in the frame, and what we had done was color it with a Sharpie, ah. which was really budget, Yeah. Um, and had been fine. But I took this opportunity to decoupage that frame because it's a good size and it works well with the piece. And now it's just like the broken part is covered in paper. And so that worked out. I also used a paper that I had from my various and sundry decoupage projects. That's pretty good. So crack something, decoupage it. Yeah. Decoupage is the shit. I've been saying this for episodes and episodes. Episodes. I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, that's great. I had to totally repaint that mirror. That's kind of a funny story, because we bought it white, you painted it black, you painted it white again. Oh my god, that was really annoying. I was annoyed at myself, because, (laughs) yeah, that was one of our goodwill finds, which has been great. Um, actually, both of our mirrors on the gallery wall are from Goodwill, which is a pro tip, because mirror is expensive for reasons kind of unknown. Sure. Um, I actually have no idea how mirror is manufactured, so maybe it is just expensive to manufacture. <laughs> maybe it's worth it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Do um, your own research. <laughs> <laughs> but we got great prices at the Goodwill for both of these mirrors. The first one I decoupaged 
because I had painted it something else. And then the first time we painted the bedroom, I was like, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. So I decoupaged it. And that still works mm -hmm. because it's contrasty. But I had painted the other mirror. It was white. I painted it black to contrast the blush wall. I actually probably painted it black to contrast the white wall yeah, at the time. Black way back. And it was nice, but then in, when I painted the wall black, it obviously just like wasn't going to work for us. No. And so I painted it back white, which was annoying. I just felt annoyed about it. But I think it looks really nice now. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, everything looks good over there, and I'm quite happy with it. And yeah. again, like just a zero dollar project with stuff I had lying around to like fix a problem that I had created for myself by painting the wall in the first place. But add the Alla poster. We'll see. Yeah, I think I don't know. I'm thinking about it. It's out there. Yeah, could be a future update to the update. Yeah, reduce reuse though, man, and like shopping your own apartment, etc. All the things we talked about. Yeah, we're really like pulling from our own stock here. I mean, I think it also like change precipitates change. Wow. Kind of. Yeah. Do you yeah, like that? I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can have it. Cool. Um, Take it. Change, precipitate, change. Hashtag diet core corn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not on this podcast. It's mine on the podcast. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, you know, I made this one decision and suddenly there are all of these like cascading effects to it. Mm. And maybe it's time for that poster to come back. True. Plus, now we frame our posters. Yeah. Yeah. Living it That's up. That's all. We're, we're out here. Could be time for my uh, cast of Star Wars characters posters to come back. Do you still have that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I had maybe thought that was thrown away and felt safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely gone. Totally gone. <laughs> it's not here anymore. <laughs> How about them pink shams? <laughs> gonna sleep with one eye open <laughs> uh yeah this is actually kind of exciting i feel like the pink shams have been a uh running theme on the podcast since the inception of the podcast mm, yeah that's pretty true you know um we i bought these pink shams i won't drag you into it <laughs> <laughs> because i felt desperately that i needed them a very long time ago and then i had a crisis about it when we painted the bedroom blush yeah, well, so you bought these, you didn't want to drag me into, you bought these pink shams, and then I've been questioning them since the purchase, and I think they're fine, I think they're really nice. Yeah, I don't Thought think they're that, nice the whole time. I, but I didn't want it to seem like you had made the decision to purchase them. Ah, I see. Because you didn't, and yeah. also never think about them ever. Yeah, I just think they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> and they are nice, um, but did they go with the blush? I don't know. I thought they were fine. Um, good news though is now that the whole room is gravitas, mm -hmm. they totally make sense and it's totally fine. I like them. And also, I think that my perspective has shifted on them since I started doing this sort of like sustainable eco thing because they are linen and that's something that I'm embracing way more in decor and also in my own personal dress. Wow, that's the start of it all, huh? Kind of. I think that's the first linen thing I'd ever purchased. Now we have these linen towels that we like a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I wear a lot of linen. Wow. Am I becoming a hippie? Uh, no. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I'd say becoming conscious consumer. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, if you run around in like tie-dye headbands, 
big necklaces. That'd be a bit heavy. I don't really look that cute in tie-dye. I don't know that anyone does. I think some people have the confidence, you know? Like... Uh, maybe. Been to a lot of festivals, seen a lot of tie-dye, and I think it's like, it always just makes me think of summer camp, and mm. it's just like, never, like an attractive or put-together looks for me. I'm just like, oh, well, you could have just done that with some rubber bands and like buckets. Which is, like, cool. Well, it's DIY and resourceful. I suppose. I don't know. I'm not a tie-dye fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be a proponent of tie-dye, personally. Um, but, yeah, I, I also don't know. Schoolhouse doesn't really talk about, like, how ego or not ego they are. I looked a little bit when I bought the girl light, so I can't make any claims about that. Mm-hmm. But it is something I purchased, thought about getting rid of, mm-hmm. didn't get rid of it, and I'm happy that I didn't get rid of it and that we powered through to the eventual look that we were going for. Because I think, really, like, painting the room black kind of, like, was the aesthetic we were going for, and now all of the other things are falling into place and making more sense, including the throw pillow sham situation. True. Fair. That's what I think. That's about it. I don't know if we have any other updates. No, that's it for right now. Thinking about the mirror? Yeah, the mirror's in flux. Um, I don't want to get rid of that mirror until we have a replacement because it is kind of our only mirror. Yeah. Tiny as it is. We might have to move stuff around. I was thinking, this is a thinking out loud on the podcast. Wow. Yeah. Well, we've shifted our podcast, which is an update. I don't know. We haven't talked about that. So people have to let us know what they think. The audio is fine. But we shifted from sitting on our living room floor to sitting in actual chairs in the bedroom on the pull-out part of the uh, bureau I have. Do you think that it has a different emotional quality as well. Like we were just discussing off air how comfortable it is to sit like this and how more conversant it feels. Yeah. Do you think that that plays out in the podcast? Perhaps. I don't know. I think it's probably about the same, but I definitely feel more comfortable just like sitting. I don't know. We've probably shown in pictures the like secretary part of this bureau too. I don't think I've ever pulled it out in a picture. Oh, yeah. I usually go like face on to the dresser, so some people might have noticed that there's like a little piece there, mm. but we've never pulled it out. That's a uh, people can see our new setup, our new perch, as it were. Anyway, I said that said, we're looking at the space, and what we could do is move the laundry somewhere, move this over. We have like a little bit of clearance, not a ton. For this outlet go right between yeah the big mirror bring back the big mirror idea we could yeah stay tuned thanks for listening to this episode of apartment 26 for more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode check out the show notes linked below and follow us on instagram at apt26podcast see you next time